Charles has finished licking his dick. Uh, therefore, we are ready to go. We're back with another episode of Scary Movie and Chill. I'm your co-host, Bonds, with Mr. Charles Barkley. Oh, Me. look at his face. Me. And then to my right. Me. We have a, a sweaty, damp, this is, I think th- is this Is this the first time that we're Radical going mic. to have recorded another episode without previously hearing the other episode yeah well i didn't get to it last night yeah so who knows there's no adjustments we can't make any adjustments from last episode to this one we never do we didn't know if there's (laughs) levels maybe i was talking too fast oh my god your microphone see look at this we're in shambles already well no one told you to take a vacation we're in shambles What's new with you, Michael, since oh. I saw you yesterday? <laughs> um, it's funny. Actually, I kind of like this. I like the way we're doing this because there's things I forgot to talk about yesterday mm-hmm. that I didn't talk about today. Oh, great. Like such as? I got a text oh. from my younger sister, the cancer one. Cancer sister. Cancer sister. <laughs> and uh, it's a group text. <clears throat> Apparently, my married sister, the youngest one. Mm-hmm. They're on a family vacation slash honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Her husband goes deep sea fishing. Okay. And then her. my sister gets into a motorcycle accident. <laughs> <gasps> she rides a motorcycle? Yeah. Oh. My dad did everything for her that he threatened to do with me. What do you mean? Like, I was like, Dad, I want to ride a motorcycle when I was like a little, when I was like eight. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to get a little motorbike. Never got one. And then he threatened to buy like a, a, a frame and like an engine and like we'd build it together. Mm-hmm. And he never did. He never, he just like, he'd always threatened to like get one and teach me how to ride. Is threaten never. the right word? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it never, it never materialized. And then sure enough, little old Kelly, I don't know, like 15 years old. She's like, I want to ride a motorcycle, dad. And he's like, all right, fine, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> and I was like, <sighs> and then. I borrowed his motorcycle. So like, it was like one of those, that was like my wake up call, you know, I, I, I taught myself how to ride. I learned, I had my own motorcycle. I did it myself. I went back home for the wedding and I was like, dad, let me borrow your motorcycle to show him. Be like, look what I can do. Dad totaled his bike. <laughs> that will, that's what, you know, and then that'll, that'll you should have been like, if you would have shown you just me how shown, to that, do it. That, that kind of <laughs> shit like fucks with you. That's like a mental like thing, you know, like it's clearly like all the underlying things, you know, and so that's what, yeah, it was like, that was a, that was a dark time. Oh. But anyways, so now this one, she, I guess a lady pulled out in front of her Ugh. and she's fine. Like, you know, it's just one of those, you know, intersections where, you know, she was, I think she was like stopped or starting to go. And the, I didn't get the full story, but it looks like she like basically, basically the lady pulled in front of her and she like T-boned the driver's side. Mm. So my sister hit the car, Ouch. but the lady, it's her fault. Yeah. Based on, you know, how you know, she just didn't stop uh-huh. and pulled out in front of her. So. And your sister wasn't hurt? No, good. I mean, if you're going slow enough and, you know, I, I mean, odds are, I would assume that any motorcycle rider, she would, see, a lot of the times you see it coming. And that's what, like when I got hit by that one dude. Uh, when well, I, was, I feel like motorcycle riders have to be like doubly, triply aware. Right? Yeah, of you're everything. just super aware. And like, I was, 
yeah, when that guy, you know, and I would tell it to people, I was like, yeah, you're always aware. You see, like, you're looking, like, four cars ahead and at the cars in front of you, and, like, you're just constantly, like, taking note of, like, what everyone's doing, mm-hmm. and you can you look in the mirror and see what, you can see the reflection of, like, what they're doing. You mm-hmm. can tell how much people are paying attention and all that stuff. And then I posted, I was like, yeah, some dude hit me in the car. And they're like, I thought you said that you could tell what all the drivers were doing. And I was like, I know. I knew he was going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, and that's what my older sister says. She's like, I don't understand, like, what, like, that I was like, eh. there's sometimes there's just nothing you can do. Yeah. You know, I mean, like it's just it happens so fast, and you can only do so much. You're on two wheels, where it's like you literally have to weigh like you know ten different options in a half a second of like what's going to hurt the least and how how do I make it happen now? Yeah. So Scary. you know we don't know. Yeah, it's crazy, but yeah, she seemed she seemed fine. Oh my god. Yeah. Is she nervous about getting back on the bike or no? No, because she's. Uh, some uh, she was like in a parking lot once, and some lady, I guess, like pulled out in front of her, and she had to lay it down. Oh my god! When again, it's like all these are slow. Like I think that That's if still. if you're going if you're going slow, it's a different it's a different story. Going slow than like if you're going fast, a lot happens because you're skidding, you're sliding, things are rolling. The fear of like getting hit by a car, like there's a lot of things that'll create more stress afterwards like once you heal and get back on a bike like i mean even even mine was like when i totaled my dad's like it took me like when i was able to ride again you know i would just take it around the block you know each day just kind of just to get reacclimated i just wanted to know how like mentally i was going to react yeah you know driving and interacting with traffic and i mean it took a couple days and then all of a sudden you're like wah doing the like you're like i'm gonna be more careful and then the next thing you know you're you know Splitting lanes. <laughs> mm. But hey, whatever. It's the times, man. That's what, uh, yeah, my mom, there's uh, this hospital she, she worked at called Kennestown. And uh, I guess one day the, the guy that like, I don't know if they call it the president, whoever runs the hospital, mm-hmm. like that oversees the whole, like the operations yeah. aspect of it, not necessarily a doctor. Um, he was going home one day and just like was taking a left and some car just like, Right through him, and like he was like dead instantly. Gross. And it was like a half a mile from, you know, he like worked. You know, it's those things where it's like it always happens right near your house. Yeah. And he worked only. I think he only lived like two miles. He lived like on this like road behind the hospital where mm-hmm. there's like a neighborhood and it's like an old battlefield. And uh, yeah, he just fucking. I feel like it. most of the people back home would die in fucking in car accidents or motorcycle accidents. So like the number one killer for yeah. where we grew up. I could see that, and like people I feel like stop in some of those like rural areas or something like that, and where it's just flying down. The and road. people people get so, like you know all the small town folks are so familiar with the roads mm-hmm. that they become a little too familiar with the roads. And yeah. actually, I think I think about it like I mean, sure. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine I would go like eighty. I was gonna like, say I can't. I, I can't even imagine what people had to deal with like when just like at, when, when that new generation of kids turned sixteen and now all of a sudden. There's this whole plethora, especially in my area, that county, there's like all these rich kids that like the parents are like 16, here you go, mm. brand new car. And they're all just like, wow. Could you imagine you know? having a brand new car when you were a teenager? I had a friend that got a brand new car. They had it for like three months, totaled it. And their parents just bought them a brand new one, oh another brand God. new one. And it was like one of them, one, like it happened to a lot of kids. Obviously, you know, kids are getting and accidents and like some of these parents they would just be like well we'll buy you another new car but it won't be as nice you're like but you're still buying them a new car you know it was like they had like they got them a mercedes but now they're gonna get a 
Honda Accord. And you're like, but it's still like a brand new, a brand new Honda Accord is still a really good fucking car. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like trying to make it sound like they downgraded them. And it's like, <laughs> geez, I had a 92 Honda Accord and that was like primo. I love that car. What's new with you? Nothing, Michael. All right, cool. Let's start the movie. <laughs> Nothing uh, new since yesterday? No, not really. Should there be? <laughs> oh no. Know. Um, so we're going to watch The Fog. Oh, by the way. <coughs> oh my god, Michael. That sneeze didn't even make Charles wake up. Yeah, he's out. <laughs> All that dick licking took it out of me. Um last was like, night. Yum. 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 Right. <laughs> Anyways. Uh I tried to watch that show that you were talking about, Medical Police. Yeah. And I didn't remember what channel it was on. Netflix. So then I hit the thing and I go, Medical Police. And then it says, if this is an emergency, like a thing pops oh, up. Oh, no. <laughs> They're like, please call your local police department. And I was like, what? <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, we're watching the 1980 classic. John Carpenter. John Carpenter. The Fog, which I feel like is going to be very similar to The Blob. What do you Could think? Could be, yeah. Less goo. Less goo. Is that Janet Lee? Is it Who's that woman that was in that? I feel like she's like an 80s babe. Hal Holbrook is in it. The thing about having the AC and stuff on at night, it's like I have to put my TV at like a level 30. Dude, uh, my, my TV is almost uh, like it sits at like 70 when I have my air conditioner on and a fan on and I sit there and I still like, I'm like, fuck. I still can't hear it. The good news is that I get an extra long weekend because of the holiday. Oh. And I'm not going anywhere. So. Well, also, um, there's a, a new gas tax that takes effect this weekend. So guess what? All those gas prices going up. Really? Yes. What new gas tax? It's like some, some gas tax where it was like, apparently everyone in California voted for it to go up and it's going to raise your gas prices. And it's like, it goes up. By a certain percent every year until it meets the, you know. Great. Yeah, exactly. So, and it always, they always schedule it for around July 4th because they know everyone's traveling. People are taking road trips to Utah to get radical. Yes. I don't see any babes in this movie. Jimmy Lee Curtis is in it. No, she isn't. Janet Lee. Is that what you said? Yeah, and Jamie Lee Curtis, I thought. No, just Janet Lee. Isn't Janet Lee her mom? Oh, maybe that's what, yeah, Janet Lee is her mom. That's where she got the Lee from, right? Tony Curtis and Janet Lee? I think so. Yeah. Oh, what is this, like a... Simpler times. Did you ever go to camp when you were a kid? I didn't. No. No, there's, I think there's like one time I did uh, like a Boy Scout camp, and it was like an overnight thing, where, you know, they teach you like, this is how you whittle, and this is how you chop wood, and this is, and I was like, man... I'll never forget this one kid, Alex Casawana, was in our. Yeah, this one what kid. What do you whittle? Whittle no, no, you whittle. <laughs> do you know what a whittle? Do you know what whittling is, Bonnie? <laughs> Did you whittle a whittle? <laughs> yes, I whittled a walking stick. You dummy. Did you? Wh- <laughs> I just think of that TikTok, and it's so funny. I sent it to you, didn't I? With the guy's like, we're gonna whittle water. No. We're gonna whittle water on the whittle truck. <laughs> Jeez. Remind me to send it to you. It's really funny. 
I referenced it in our last episode, but you never know what I'm talking about. I know. This kid is intense. Look at that chunk. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Trisha referred to herself as a chunk of lunk the other day. It was pretty entertaining. But I feel like the best way, the best that anyone ever described her was as a ham beast. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) But it was pretty fucking funny. Some people uh, would talk about people in our high school and they'd call them... Turkey balls. <laughs> turkey balls. <laughs> like a, you know, like a, uh, what is it? That one where you just look at it, just like a, you know, like when they when they cut turkey, or you go to like the oh, the thing, and yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. this giant thing of turkey. Yeah. They call them a turkey ball, <laughs> and then they call them a tea ball. <laughs> a tea ball, like turkey the game? ball, like oh. turkey ball, tea oh, ball. Got it. It was at, at the time you're like that's mean guys, but then the more you think about it, you're like. No, yeah, they look like a turkey ball. <laughs> Does look like a ball of flesh. Yeah, it's just compressed meat pushed together into a ball form. How do they? Ball. Is that all that is lunch meat? They just like smush it all together, grind it uh, up, and dude, smush it together. No, I don't know how it works, dude. Because it's like that's a lot of like just meat and no bones. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Deli like, meat is weird. It is weird, it's but at the same time, it's still. We grew up with it. Like, I mean, I still eat deli meat. I don't. What? Oh, my brother's band is streaming. Just oh, got no. a notification. Oh no! Look who's in this. She is in it. Yeah, it, Jamie Lee Curtis's name just popped up on screen. And oh, maybe she played. She must play a little kid, right? In 1980, Halloween came out in the 70s. Like, why are you yelling? <laughs> Radical. Hal Holbrook. Look at him. Oh, yeah. Now I know who that is. Look at this guy's dumb haircut. Okay, perfect. That is some feathered fucking hair. I feel like my Uncle Frank definitely has a haircut like that. That literally looks like cartoon hair. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like how you draw long hair. Yeah. Man, I just, I feel like there's certain decades, and I mean, I feel like we're we're probably in the midst of one of those things where people will make a decision on a hairstyle nowadays and look back at it and go, what are we doing, dude? And you look back at the 70s and 80s and you're like, fuck, what is this shit? I don't know. And people took, like, I don't know. I look back at it and you're just like. I feel like my hair was never that crazy. Well, like, no, but I like, never... if you think about like, think about people that got married in like 1985. Oh. You know what I mean? You look at your wedding photos, you're like, well, here's our fucking, and they probably look better now yeah. than they did people then. People looked older back then. Yeah. And exa- yeah. And they probably look like they're, they probably got married when they're 21, 22. They probably look like they're 46. And the, the outfits were probably fucking ridiculous. You know what I think about is like how young forever, the younger I was, like all the makeup I would wear. And I feel like that had to have made me look older. But at the yeah. time, I didn't think about I mean, about you showed it. us your, your senior portrait and you looked. <laughs> how did I look, Michael? <laughs> that, whatever that. How did sw- I what look, that, what Michael? Sweater. It wasn't that, a sweater. It was a colored <laughs> shirt, Michael. Insane. <laughs> And your turtle shell haircut. (laughs) Turtle shell? It was curled. My hair was like curled. Oh, it was? Oh. Oh, my God. I made the mistake of showing Michael my It looked like you put a turtle shell on your head. What? It was curly hair. I think I I took a picture of it on my phone. Yeah. Now I'm going to look it up. Oh, I had to send my freaking vaccination card proof to work today. I feel like, is this legal? No. (laughs) It's not. I did. HIPAA, dude. HIPAA. That's what it's called. 
it's the something something act where it's like you're what it is you can't you're not allowed to so you mean to tell me i can uh i can not disclose i don't need to disclose that i have hiv with a partner i'm having sex with but i am now going to be required to i mean if somebody tried to require me to take hiv tests and tell them if i'm hiv positive to work at a place that would be a court case waiting to happen but if uh it's a covid shot (laughs) you're like are you fucking kidding me right now it's insane yeah don't even get me started on like i was like of all when they said that i was like i feel like this isn't kosher but they're like it's gonna be confidential i'm like well I mean, but it's not confidential. Your health and sh- your health information should be confidential, right? Not with and, your workplace, but not yourself. with my employer, right? And what? So what have you said? You didn't get? I it? didn't press back because she sent me two email requests about it, and I was like, "Do I want to die on this hill, or should I?" Yes, just... everyone needs to start dying on this hill because think, it's I'm it's sure a, it's gonna has. it's gonna keep. Uh, no, they're not. Everyone, not with my office. No, everyone's everyone. Well, especially out here in California, people are begging to show off that they're vaccinated. Okay. Begging. Two. What is happening? He's working in a store? I don't know, but I don't see any fog yet. There's Tommy Lee, production designer, Janet Lee, Jamie Lee. What's going on it's with a the Lees? Affair. Nepotism. I look what do you say? I look like a turtle? My no, hair is just curly. Your hair do looks like a turtle shell. It's curled. I had like a pixie uh, cut and my hair was curled. A lot. So now the fog is making bottles shake in a liquor We don't know yet, Bonnie. Liquor store? Bonnie, we don't know yet. You know my favorite liquor store in San Diego was? <sighs> liquor I hardly know her. Stupid. <laughs> no. That's what, I, that's what I would If I opened a liquor store, you may, yeah, that's what I I'd call it. I hardly know her. You already told me. And everyone would be like, huh? Be like, it's a liquor Can store. I finish, It's Michael. a liquor store called I hardly know her. It was called her. the Licka Locka. And I used oh, to yeah. say it like, Licka Locka. Like you, like you had palsy. <gasps> Michael. Palsy. I feel uncomfy that you said that. There's a lot of things that make you uncomfortable, Bonnie. <laughs> Life makes me uncomfortable, yeah. Michael. Uh, anyways, look at this gas station. It's after midnight, <gasps> gas station. Uh-oh. Oh, we got a fire. Oh, see, that's hazard what's happening. We still here. have the opening title sequence, so that's why things are kind of going slow. We got a fire hazard over here. 10-4. We're gonna need some backup. Have you ever smelled like a lot, like fresh gas, like gas? Fresh gas. Never mind. Like no, gasoline please. when it's like not in your. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Like gasoline all over something that isn't in your car, like in its like full gasoline f- fumey form. It smells like crazy. Like you almost, like I almost didn't recognize it as being gasoline. Because it's like intense. What? Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> Rude. I say that because my, here's a funny story. My uh, psychotic ex-boyfriend, the bad one, the real, real bad one. Um, He got mad because I got a, he saw me, he saw that I received a text message from my friend Armani, the one that like knew everyone that I'd known. I met him oh, like yeah. when I moved to San Diego. Jeremy Jackson. Yeah. And like nothing was going on. He was just my friend, but I wasn't allowed to have guy friends, according to, to the psycho. So he got really mad and as a result started a huge fight with me. And then 
like threatened to like throw all my stuff out while while I was at school. This was when I was in fashion design school. Furthering your education. So he kept interrupting me, calling me and stuff, and he was like, "You better come home now. I'm gonna throw your stuff out because we shared a room in a house. Like we shared like a room in a three bedroom apartment with." a lady that used to eat ice chips every night. And that later on I found out she was like a meth head or something. Um, so what had happened was he did all that. And then I freaked out and I go racing back. And I, this was when I lived in Lakeside. I was in East County, San Diego, which was like not a great place to live in some parts. So I go race back to the apartment. I open the door and the smell hits me and I'm like, what is that? It was like so concentrated in the apartment and I'm like looking everywhere and I go to the bedroom and this motherfucker had put, he drilled a lock, a padlock thing on the door jam so I couldn't go in the bedroom to lock me out of our bedroom. And so I'm like, where's all my stuff then? And then I walk back down the hall and I look in the bathroom. He had taken all my stuff. All my clothes, all my shoes, all my personal items, everything of mine, piled it up in the bathtub and dumped gasoline all over it inside this apartment. And then he also had a candle burning on in the kitchen area on the bar. It was like a bar that separated the kitchen from the living room. So I was like, it didn't register that it was gasoline because it was such a strong smell. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw the candle and I was just like, what is happening? Like... I still don't, get, I guess, get how closely I, I was to, like, blowing up in that apartment. Because he was trying to blow it up, apparently. But he didn't really get in trouble for that. But, like, the the only difference between... He's trying to do what you would do if you, like, had a gas oven was trying and turn on to it. Because, it was trying to be, like, a backdraft situation. Right, but the like thing... when I opened the door, it was supposed to just go... Oh, then the air is going to... But the thing is, like, with gasoline, it gets diluted... In the, in the air. air, yeah. Like, you can actually, from what I understand, like, if you, like, poured gasoline out, like, and just let it, like, air out, mm-hmm. it, I think, I don't know, is what I was telling I'm just telling you what I heard. That it's, like, it, yeah, it becomes, like, less and less, like, flammable um, and potent. And that, that, I mean, yeah, because, like, even if, uh, what is it, you leave, like, gasoline sitting for a while, like, and it'll, like, kind of, like, get watered down. Hmm. Um, if it's just, you know, it does have, like, an expiration date, if you will. Oh. That her mom, Janet? No, Lee? I think that's a different woman. I don't have my phone over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he did that, and then I had to call the police, and then I ran out. Hold on. Uh, I could have just sworn I heard her say hello the way that you say hello. We were talking. I could have. Uh, I could have sworn she picked up the phone. And went, hello. <laughs> But I don't, I don't think know what that you're was. Talking I don't know, about, Michael. That's how you, if you say, say anything, to, if you say anything to Bonnie, she will hello. <laughs> She's fucking uh uh, what's his name, <laughs> Biff Tannen, over here. Anytime you say something to her, you're like, hello, <laughs> McFly. Is that Biff? Yeah, that's what you, I think. No, that's what you. No, oh. that, I could have sworn that's what like. I I was looking away, <laughs> like the phone was ringing, and then I was going to look at you because you're talking. And I, I just like out of the ear that's not that doesn't have the headphone on it. It sounded like she's just like hello. <laughs> Anyways, what you were saying. Uh, <laughs> so you called the cops because some guy was trying to kill you. 
Yeah, so I ran out. <laughs> Back to your story. I ran out of the apartment, and then he came running behind me. I never saw him. I didn't know where he was. I thought he like left and wasn't there. Then he started chasing me, and he had a gun. So he was chasing me with a gun around the apartment. So I ran. I got away. I hid across the street behind an electrical box, and he was like, I was on the phone with the cops. I'm like, he's chasing me with a gun. And they finally come and they get him and they put him in the back of his in the back of a squad car. And I'm just like freaking out because I'm just like so confused, like about the gasoline and all my stuff, like literally all my stuff. All I had was like the clothes on my back. I didn't have any more stuff. He Mm -hmm. got the the fire uh, department was like, this stuff is trash. You can't have any of it back. It's a hazard. It's covered in gasoline. Yeah. So I was just watching them take the stuff out of the bathroom and put it in a one of those barrel things. Uh, what are they called? Like hazard bins? Yeah. Yeah. All my stuff. And so I was upset and then I was like talking to the cops and then they take me out to the back behind the building and then I can see, I'm like in full view of him. I can see him. He's in the back of a cop car and he's just screaming at me. He's looking at me and he was like, fuck He looked like he was possessed. He's high on something, right? I don't Probably. know. I don't know if he was... It's possible, but I never noticed him being like, I mean, at the time I like, I didn't know how crackheads acted. I didn't recall. I didn't ever think that he was on anything. He didn't mm-hmm. act weird to me. He was just aggressive and psychotic and yeah, abusive. So he very well could have been. Yeah. And I just didn't get it. But he looked like he was possessed and he just kept yelling at me. Like it was my fault that, uh, that he did everything because I got that text message from my friend. And then he, like, told, this is the kicker, he told everyone in the apartment complex that I had been cheating on him, that he saw that text message, and it was because it was from a guy that I was cheating on him with. So then they all started yelling at me, all the people in the building. They took his side over over me, me, someone whose all my belongings had been destroyed, covered in gas. They thought it was okay that what happened to me, that I deserved what happened to me. Not only did he tell the people in the building, which wasn't a very big building, but he also told his parents that too. So they were like, stay away from our son. And I'm like, this is seriously fucked. I felt like I was in like another dimension. Like, how does anyone think that this is okay? That even well, if I were to it, cheat on well, someone, that it's perfectly okay to put all their it's belongings it's the, in a bathtub with gasoline and try and blow up an apartment building. Well, because it's the way that he told that story. It's whoever gets to tell the story first is is, is is they get to set the mood, and then if you try to say something else, they're like, "You're just saying that because we've already." heard a side of the story that sounds pretty reasonable and anything you do you know it's like you know somebody what the it's the whole thing of like if you um, so these people come in with the fog and kill people oh god oof (gasps) he got hooked it's the same as what I always explain to people is like you know accuse somebody of being racist and watch them try to Defend how they're not racist, and it only makes them sound racist, more racist. Yeah. And you and like, and it's like the thing is, they could very well not be, but it's just the accusation, and they get so defensive, yeah. and then just like the in in defense, and like it's they the whenever you watch like hole. any of these things, you know, it's like your word against the cop's word, and it's I like mean, that's a little and like bit whenever different than my situation, right? Though, but but like, it's still kind of in the same vein of like whoever gets to tell the story first. I don't know how anyone could think that that would be okay, especially as parents, because they were well, like pretty. Parents. 
they were pretty shitty to me. His dad and his stepmom were like, don't come to our house and da da da. I'm like, excuse Ugh. me. Look at what your fucking son did. Like, what? No, he's in jail. I just felt like I was on fucking crazy pills during all of that. It was just like such a bizarre, out of body situation. And he really didn't get like, I think he got like, I think he got charged with like felony arson and. I think he, he I mean, that'd be like attempted like, murder. They didn't, that charge never came, it didn't come up. It was like felony arson, I think. And, that and was he was chasing you with a gun and they took his gun. I think, I mean, I can't even remember. It was well, so I guess maybe, if, it, I guess it's also like, there's like a fine line of that too, where it's like, just cause I'm chasing you and I have a gun. But if, not po- but if I'm not, you have to have someone hurt po- you for them to yeah, get into say, trouble. If, if, if I'm not pointing it at you and I never fire it, just because I have it doesn't, yeah, exactly. It doesn't threat. mean that there's an attempted to, you know, how do I know? Well, also, as far as the cops are concerned, how do they know that he wasn't defending himself and you just, call, you know, like until you get the facts straight, you can't just go, you can't go in and just assume one thing. That's why people get, you know, shot all the time by the cops. Yeah. That was crazy, man. Hello? <laughs> she did not do uh, that. And then after, after everything, they like, no, no, that was like, the first time that I had to go through with like, um, like meet with like a domestic violence counselor and all this shit. Cause that was like the first big thing that really happened. Mm-hmm. The first, uh, of a few bad things that happened. That was like the, the major one, that initial one or whatever I should say. Yeah. Cause there was little things leading up to that. And that was like the big first thing. And then I had to like go talk with someone, had to go to court and all this stuff. And then they like some, I guess there's like a fund for like people that have like this sort of situation happen to them and they can get some money from it to like oh. buy some clothing oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they cut me a check or something and, or they gave me a check and they told me where I could spend it. And I think it was at like Kohl's or something or Mervyn's. It was at Mervyn's. Mervin, Do you course, remember yeah, Mervyn's? Of course I remember Mervyn's. Yeah, it was Ooh, at whoa. Mervyn's. Look at this Real guy. Real quick, this guy just picked her up. She was hitchhiking. What? And now they are banging? That's how they did it back then. Yeah, that is how they did it. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> but at the same time, a young Jamie Lee Curtis, I wouldn't say no. Oh, she's trying to be mysterious. Hitchhike? Hitchhiking, bang, dicks. bang old dudes with big chins. It's also crazy to you, like back in the day, like somebody knocks on your door and it's like, are you expecting someone's like, no, but it's also People not unlikely that, yeah, no, it's not unlikely. Answer. If somebody knocks on my door, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. I got no Amazon. And I'm obvious about it too, because I'll have the TV on and I won't answer. I know. I think about it too. I'm like, <laughs> mine's loud. The window's open and I'm probably talking to myself. And it's a, a lot of the times it's the um, it's like the Spanish missionaries, oh, and they always come really? through. There's like a group of them from like a Spanish-speaking church, and uh-huh. I open the door, and they like abla, and I'm like, nope. And I'm like, first of all, look at me, look at me, Michael, look at me. You can't judge people. There's assumptions you can make by peop by looking <laughs> at people, and no, I didn't even see him pick her up as a hitchhiker. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Sorry, I was telling my story. You're too busy talking oh, so, about almost okay. dying. To finish that story, though, so I, they gave me like a gift certificate or something to use at Mervin's, and it said like in the memo part of it, it said like domestic violence fund or something or violent crime fund, oh, right. something to that effect. So I'm like trying to pick out like I think I 
I had enough to buy like maybe like a shirt and a pair of pants, maybe another Gee, shirt. Gee, thanks, guys. I think it was like <laughs> 40 bucks or something. Yeah. So I was trying to like. There's a lot of domestic violence out there. Yeah. There's a lot of money needed to buy new shirts. I was trying to like, you know, try and get what I could. And when I went to pay for it, the lady looked at the memo and she's like, oh, what does this mean? Oh, and then she just looked at me and then she's like, oh, are, are you okay or something? She started to ask me something and then I was just like. M-Y-O-B. Can we just like not, can you just ring me up without giving I'm paying with a check from the <laughs> government that says domestic violence. I don't want to right. talk about it to a cashier at Mervyn's. Some stranger at Mervyn's. I'm just it, trying to buy some clothes, dude. I don't want to talk to Miss Mervyn. Miss Mervyn. I think I like when I moved to San Diego, that was one of the places that I applied to to get a retail job because I'd worked retail before I moved to California and I was like, that's something that I could do, you know? Yeah. And I didn't get hired. Oh, you didn't even get hired at Mervyn's and then they force you to go buy something from them? (laughs) The nerve. No, I I worked at... They're uh, like, we're going to give you a check for Mervyn's. You're like, please, please. I had like so many Why would you keep adding on to this? I worked at... um, what is it called? TJ Ma- Marshall's TJ Maxx. I worked at Forever 21 way back in the day before they were as big as they are now. Oh. When it was literally like a oh. mom and pop shop. It was terrible. Um, where else did I work? I worked tons of retail jobs. And then before I came out here, I worked in a lot of factories, which people think is weird. But where I Well, no, up, I mean, yeah, that's where you came from, right? It's all factories. You were born in a factory. A baby factory. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the assembly line. Oh my god! Don't make it nasty. You popped out. You went down the conveyor belt. Put a little tur- a funny looking. Put a little kid. turtle shell on your head. And oh, then right. <laughs> how do you, how does it look like I have a turtle shell? I want to see your high school picture. Uh, you make no, so I, sh- I showed funny. you. No, you did it. Yeah, I showed you three of them. I don't remember. I don't. The only one that I can't find is my freshman one. Which, thank God, that was the worst one. I have my yearbooks here. Well, well, well. Put on my yearbook. No, we're watching a movie right now. Don't you can't you remember? Not now. Oh no. We're watching a movie. Ooh. You know what? This girl looks very similar to someone that I, I dated when I first moved out here. She has like a this kind of look. Feathered hair? No, just like in the face. A little and she like that girl the, the girl I dated is like a mixture between that woman and then like um like a Natalie Wood. She oh. had a very classic look. She said, "Yeah, she was like really pretty." I was like, really "He's like, she was in my film school How'd class." How'd you ruin it? <laughs> we could not have been more different than human beings. It was one of those like we. The only thing that, like our chemistry came from the fact that we probably hated each other, <laughs> and we just like didn't uh, agree on a lot of things. Stop <laughs> peeling your fucking foot. It looks like it looks like she's. <laughs> Trying to pull like a cookie out of a jar or something, and she is. <laughs> I look at no, it. it's Bonnie. You I are nasty. <laughs> she's just like paying attention, and then she looks at her foot. Like she's doing it as though nobody's here, <laughs> and she's not watching a movie. I'm I trying just, to tell a story. <laughs> I'm telling a story now. Michael, I just looked down and realized that my I just looked skin down and realized was, like ripped I off should, the bottom uh, of yeah, my foot. Yeah, you're gross. You see it? <laughs> it's waving at you. This lady's a spaz. Wait, that's Janet Lee, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was going to say, that one woman isn't Janet Lee. Yeah, because Janet Lee is from like the 60s. Janet Lee was in The Birds, right? No? Yeah. Psycho. Psycho. 
gross, Ronnie. <laughs> it's it, not it, my it fault looks like it rotten onion off. skins. Rotten onion skins. You're peeling off the bottom of your foot. You're nasty. Michael, I just looked down uh, and it was like. <laughs> have you ever seen a blooming onion that was overcooked and it's just like flaky, no, just dried out? Ugh. I like that. Now sauce. I can't eat a blooming onion for I don't know how long. Gross. It's not full Gross. of blood still. The blood finally came out of it. I dig this feathered hair look. Hey, did they film this? Where did they I mean, film it? They keep saying California, so it's on the coast. Maybe Cambria? Up, north, up, up in north. Oh, it looks like it's more like north of San Francisco. You want to bet? I'm going to look it up. Michael, what do you think? Sure. Ooh! Filming took place from April to May 1979 at Raleigh Studios in Hollywood. That's very close to where Oh, that's I literally live. like a block away. I live next to Raleigh Studios, basically. Literally oh, next door. You know, that these could have been um, units that they rented out. Jamie Lee really? Curtis could have stayed here. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I was right. Bodega Bay. Bodega. Bodega Bay is like... Up by San Francisco. Point Reyes, Sierra Madre, Laurel Canyon Country Store. Oh, yeah. I bet you'll be able to pick that out right away. So, like, Jamie Lee Curtis has the beginnings. This is like this hairstyle she has is like the early stages mullet, where like they haven't gone full mullet yet, but they're like, they feel like they're on to something. You know, it's like, it's like that late, really took late, sev- late 70s, early 80s. Like f- it's like a feathered look and it's like definitely with the bangs and it like they're starting to get a little a little bit more businessy in the front, <laughs> but it's not as businessy. OK, so the rest of the description of the movie, it says inanimate. Did I say this inanimate objects spring eerily to life? Reverend Malone stumbles upon a dark secret about the town's founding. Radio announcer Stevie witnesses a mystical fire, and hitchhiker Elizabeth discovers the mutilated corpse of a fisherman. Oh. Then a mysterious iridescent fog descends upon the village, and more people start to die. Good. Is that supposed to be fog? No, it's a a lens flare. We noticed how there's always clergymen in these old horror Yeah, I was going to say that even with the one we saw yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the blob, remember at the yeah. very end, because uh, uh, we talked about this from like the get go. We panic. I think it wasn't our, our first episode was The Exorcist, yeah. And just in the the beginning, it just seemed like every time there was always like they just introduce a priest, and that that always adds that element of like ooh. Whereas nowadays, nobody puts priests in movies unless it's a movie about molestation. People don't buy into the religion anymore like this. You know, like, something's possessing my kid. I need a, a priest, like they did back in the 70s and 80s. I don't know. N- not, like, as far as Hollywood movies are concerned. I'm trying to think of an example. Well, you'll be thinking all night, because there isn't one. When did John Carpenter die? He's still alive. He is? Yeah, he oh, always he's does. 73 years he old. He always does, like, concerts at the Hollywood Bowl, because he does all the music for his movies. Oh, yeah, you told me that. And he also is obsessed with playing video games, and apparently that's what he, whenever he's not doing stuff he's just like a just smokes weed and plays video games and then i guess nowadays he kind of makes terrible movies he's not so good at it anymore what his newer movies aren't as good what's a newer movie i don't know just name a bad movie and it'll probably be his (sighs) my brother gave a suggestion for a movie oh really um well don't tell it now don't say it now it's like a newer you didn't say it 
No, but has have you seen a newer movie with Nicolas Cage? I mean, he's done. I love my Nicky Cage. He's done literally a hundred movies. I love my Nicky Cage. He's done a hundred movies in the past. You know, like if two Charles years. wasn't named Charles, he could have been Nicky Cage. Nicky Cage, that would have been good. If you just call him Nick Cage, Nicholas Cagey when he's ragey. <laughs> Get it? Whatever, <laughs> 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 Michael. John Carpenter's house in West Hollywood. He lives in West Hollywood. You can probably see him walking around. He's probably one of those guys oh, that like he's you like see a lot. Off, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, allegedly. He's way up. He's in like in the hills. Duh. I was like, where in the hell would he live in West Hollywood? Got it. What else has this guy been in? Hal Holbrook, I mainly remember him from, do you remember the show Designing Women? Yes. He was in that. And I think Delta he, Burke. he married Delta Burke. What? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. He's 100 years old in this movie. Uh, no, I think he's just got a case of the old face, Michael. Oh, he died in 2021. He died yesterday. January of this oh, year. Oh, I think I maybe, I remember hearing that. Oh, I'm, never mind. Not, uh. He was married to Dixie Carter. Oh. Dixie Carter. Wait, which one is she? She was Show me a photo. Oh, she died in 2000. She died in 2010. Dixie Carter. Oh. Remember her? She was she played Delta Burke's sister. Oh, the one yeah. that had a lot of opinions. Yeah. Um, and what was that the black guy's name was Shell? I don't remember. I wonder that's got to be on Hulu or something, right? Uh, I believe I've seen it. Somewhere. Delta Burke. Whatever happened to Delta Burke? She was like she's one. Sixty-four. She was like one of the hottest stars. Yeah. At People that time. used to say that my mom kind of looked like her in the face a little bit. What? She was another one of those stars that was like, you know, she's fat, she's thin, she's fat, she's thin, right? Yeah, like Christy Alley. Yeah. Minus the Scientology. Christy Alley is bananas. Yeah, she is. I went to the uh, so sure. chiropractor today. Ah, and I, I was even thinking about it when I was getting my massage. I was like, don't forget to ask them about old man losing their neck. Uh, and I completely did. Michael, you had one Because I had, I had a, a bunch of questions. You know, I wanted to make sure that, like, my body's in order to travel. Michael, can you throw this away from me? Absolutely not. <laughs> You're blooming onion? No. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I, had a new, I had a new lady That's doing... Better, huh? ugh. Looks better, huh? Ugh. A new lady doing my massage. And uh, I was explaining like what my You're issues nasty, my issues were nasty. with uh, my wiener. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, and I was like, yeah, my shoulders are typically, you know, uh, pretty messed up. You know, I, you know, I want to get all that stuff kind of just ready for, you know, a long flight and, I was, and whatnot. And uh, she's sh- like, excuse me, miss. Gonna need a rub and tug before I get on this flight. <laughs> exactly, I need to be real loose. A tugboat. And she, <laughs> and she uh, yeah, so she was working on my shoulders. And she's like, yeah, and then she's like, well, typically a lot of the stuff, you know how it is, where it's like, if one thing hurts, it's usually the other thing that's tight. So it's like, if your shoulders hurt, it's because like your chest is tight. And so she started, um, yeah, she started squeezing my titties. <laughs> no, so she, you're no, admitting you have pecs. Yes. <laughs> 
no, she started getting like up, you know, deeper, like right, right where your shoulder connects with your pec. Mm-hmm. And like that was like super tight. She like started, she like pulled down the arm and then she just, du- it was like the, what is it? Uh, pin po- uh, pressure, <gasps> pressure point release, tr- oh, trigger. Oh, Ew. Oh, gross. Uh. Uh, trigger point. Was he uh, missing his eyes? Yes. Where they just, you know, they just like dig in and let the, because the muscle's so tight and then it, they wait for it to release. It's not necessarily like rubbing out knots or anything. It's just like you push in where it's really hard. And so like, uh, she fucking like really dug in and she's like, oh my God. And she's like. This is what every doctor says when they meet Michael. Oh I know. It, my yeah, goodness. exactly. And she was. How do you she, walk around like that? <laughs> literally. And, and she was like just stretching all that stuff. And it like, and it definitely feels a lot better, but like, wow. It was, and she was like, is this hurt? And I was like, well, yes. <laughs> well, like when she was doing it, she's like, well, I mean, is it too much? And I was like, no, I just, I like, if there's one thing I can just do, Michael's just kind of. safe word is more. So, yeah, just suck up, <laughs> suck up through the pain because it's only going to last a little bit, but it'll feel better in the end. Just let them do it. And, uh. Stop being pussy, Michael. Yeah. And, uh, and she was like, yeah, if you, when you get back, you know, if you. So, like, they have a, a few different masseuses there, and the last one was re- do, did really good with my hips, and now this one, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna keep scheduling her for a while to get my shoulders rocking. Because, like, she'd be pulling, and I'd be like, um, I know that you're trying to stretch out my shoulder, but my elbow feels like it's about to snap. <laughs> That's how, Bonnie, just when I think my body's getting better. Michael, you got a lot of ailments. <laughs> but it's getting better, though. Is it's it? yeah, oh, way better. <laughs> this has been Michael's medical. Yeah, it's cornet. just been yeah. It's just <laughs> so you need an ambulance. Anyways, no, my body doesn't ache as much. That's good. And it's like that's the whole point of all this. I'm trying to get you know. Oh, so I guess this is but, Point Reyes right here. Yeah, the lighthouse. But then afterwards, I had the doctor check my. Uh, I was like, "Can you check my shoulders? I want to make sure that those are all good." All those up and down all Ugh, those stairs to get to work. To Going up those stairs when you're done with work. Butt burner. When you're done with work. We love a butt burner. That's weird. Dude, I did Considering my, all these people in this movie have flat butts. I did uh, my Flat leg. butts. <laughs> I did my leg workout. When you watch their movie, they you all can't even see their butts, Michael. Their jackets are covering them. And if they weren't flat, I could see them through <laughs> their jackets. I've been looking. I've been looking this whole time. Anyways, you were saying something about flat butts? Flat butt? No, I did my leg workout yesterday. And my butt is sore today. It's true. You want to know what? Because I doubled up on my weights. I had my weighted vest on and then I had Whoa. my dumbbell. And I did Whoa. all my, my squats. That's right. We're trying to get ripped over here for our reunion. That's right. Can it's- you imagine having like a... A radio station in a lighthouse? That's yeah. cool. Except for all those stairs. She's about to take this jacket off like and you're about to see really the flattest butt. It's not really good soundproofing. It's also, um, it is the 80s and therefore, you know, the jeans kind of had that higher waist. So it's kind of hard to see a popping booty when it makes it look a little bit more slopey. Really everyone is wearing stuff to cover their butts. Except for her. Look how flat her butt is. <laughs> She's like uh, there's, older lady. There's literally, <laughs> from her shoulders. Don't butt shame. 
shoulders don't butt to shamer. <laughs> shoulders to her oh heels God. is a straight line. It's like that meme. Long, Long ass, ass day. Long ass day. When you laugh, when you say you literally laugh your ass off. Oh, God. Uh, there's somebody, uh, did you see that one where they're like, man, these girls really had, they really played me on this one. It was some girl like bent over like a thing and it looked like she had just like this big, wide, like round butt. And then she stood up and it was just like all because of the angle of her like bending over. She stood up and it was like narrow and turned sideways and it was fucking flat. And he was like, she played me. It was back in the day when, Flat Everyone butts were. Flat butt. I'll never forget, like when I was a little kid, and people would always talk about butts, and I was like, "What's the deal with big butts?" And I, I, I specifically butt remember stuff, being like, "No, no." Stuff. When I was a little kid, no, it was just like I didn't get it. And then all of a sudden, I think one day, like as I was going through puberty, I just saw one, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now. I want to see something round that I can just Center. smack. When I hit, I want to watch it jiggle." All right. I want to give it a good old squeeze. There was this one girl in my high school. She oh, had. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, God. She had a great a boot. It was like the roundest Scoodly butt. Doot. It was the roundest butt. Shit. Her setup's getting fucked up. What are those? Those are eight tracks. Is that what it no, is? No, I think those are like just radio tapes. I don't know. I feel like they're different kind of tapes. Yeah. Shit's getting. Is she playing on a radio station through that? Yeah, dude. Look at that. She's got, she's got, got a problem. Sharp. We got eyebrows. some extra moisture in here. I'm gonna need some backup. Ten four. What if you heard that voice, Michael? What if it's you were minding your business and you heard that voice? Oh, how convenient! She just has a fire extinguisher. You should always have a fire extinguisher in your place of work. Right next to you. Yes. <laughs> I also um, have a little Icelandic learning lesson to try and learn a few phrases did you finish your book michael iceland has the most like the language is words that you your mouth doesn't know how to make those things i literally feel tongue-tied every time i say a word in school it's english what in icelandic i can't remember any of the words michael i thought you were supposed to read a book before i know i have been reading the book it's actually very interesting when they talk about like I'm all the... I'm going to need a book report before you get on that plane, Michael. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. It's also really hard when they have just like the names. They're like, when Perskulaverse get found it, and there's Skurla get Skurly. And you're like, it's not even like a letter. It's like two dots, and it looks like an R with an S hanging at the bottom of it. And you're like, what sound does that make? Yeah, it's like, son of Barskabarsk. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to make up these words in my head. But it, yeah, it's an interesting, um, it was an interesting book. It's like a, it is an actual page for it being like a, like an educational history book. It, it, the way they tell it is a very, in a very story type of way and not super educational. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like and sometimes education sometimes books are just so like dense. bullet points, you know, yeah. of like this and this and remember this and then that and and my eyes go cross-eyed. Yeah, and then I start like getting tired. You know, after you read like a paragraph, you're like, boring. Yeah, buddy. But I like I like history. Me too. So, I think that also helps with the um. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the nightlight! It's the nightlight. She's in a lighthouse. You know what that reminds me of? It's like older ladies that work in offices. They have two voices. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They have their telephone voice and then they have their regular voice. But some of these ladies, older ladies that I've worked with in offices over the years, they really play up the fucking telephone voice. Oh, really? Like I worked with this lady. Try to sound like sexy and... Just like Quiet very and like soothing. sweet and like airy. It was just oh. really weird because she was a total fucking bitch when she wasn't on the phone and she didn't sound like that. I'm mm. like, yeah, thank you for coming. Just a moment. And then she'd put it on hold and be like, yeah, this is for da da da. I'm like, oh my God. Yes, Satan. <laughs> Her name was Judy and she was terrible. And then she got, and it turned out that she ended up, she was embezzling money from the law firm. This guy looks like my dad if he had hair. The guy with the black eyes? No, the guy talking in the microphone. What? Was my dad in a movie? You didn't see my dad. Oh my God, this is crazy. That looks, for when I was a little kid, if my dad had a full head of hair, that's what he would look like. How old was your dad when he started losing his hair? Well, looking through the baby photos, it looked like it was, you know, Probably like, I mean, he was like when he was younger, when he was younger, it started happening, but like it didn't really take full effect until like, you know, his mid thirties Oh, when it was like full on, just like cul-de-sac. The, the guy that I dated that was 13 years younger than me, I I swear it was like, I think he went, he was like 18 or 19. Yeah. Mine started at 18. Cause he showed me his like senior prom picture and full head of hair. And then it was like. Within a year or something, That's he didn't a, have any. There's a, a few guys I went to high school with that were like <laughs> that, and like I, it was one of those things where like they didn't, they started later, but it moved quicker for them. Whereas me, it start like when I was 18, you could just see like already like a little, really, like a little dot, and everyone's like, <laughs> and I was like, I mean, when he, and at first I was like, no, I'm gonna prevent this and do the like the Rogaine thing, but then I realized I was like, wait, I fucking, I hate my hair. Like my hair's like, <laughs> like light. Like wispy ringlets, and I'm like, I fucking, I hate it, you know. Michael's like, here we go again. Yeah, it, it's, it's fucking. My hair's yeah, terrible. Like and then, um, but then like, uh, oh shit. Okay, first uh-oh. of all, I don't understand how the fog is just the fog just makes people. This movie's called The Fog, and we've only seen the fog go crazy once and kill people and be murderers and all the shit. But uh, Can someone explain it to me. But yeah, there's a a few guys that I. When I went to high school with them, and then I saw them. Michael looked like Richard Marks. Maybe, yeah, maybe like two or three years later. They, I mean, they're maybe twenty-three years old, and um, they were completely. You, I mean, just like their hair was so thin, and they were it was gone by like twenty-three. Remember that that sign she saw said six must die. Oh, so there's three left. Maybe, yeah, three guys died on that boat. The sea was very angry that day, Michael. It's my favorite Seinfeld line. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> I posted the, the my one of my favorite, all-time favorite Seinfeld quotes is when George is like, you know, Jerry, it's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I always like the... Uh, it's my fucking favorite. And I posted uh, that gif today with regard to... Some internet drama that was happening today. That was following. I love the. Uh, Hello, my name is George. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> that and of course the the sea was angry that day, my friend. Yes, so good. All the best quotes from Seinfeld come from George. No, Elaine. What? She's like, I couldn't live in hell. All that 
drab clothing in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has some good lines, but yeah, she did. I mean, also, George's dad. Oh, you want a piece of me? <laughs> I like the the episodes with the mandel bombs. Mandel bombs. Oh my god, mandel I love it. Mandel bomb. Yeah, you see this? He's like, World's greatest dad. <laughs> so funny. Did you ever watch Friends? Uh, like when it first started, and then I kind of fell off. I could never really get into it. I just thought their humor was so dumb. Yeah, it, it, like it was so like not creative and very just like yeah. Really, I, people like this. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a huge thing, but like I'm such a I'm much more of a Seinfeld person. I go I rewatch Seinfeld all the time. Yeah, it's and it's always like a, a, just such a good. Every episode that comes on, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's this one. But you're like, wait, but they're all that yeah. episode. They're all that episode. Yeah. Like the episode where where uh, Costanza gets caught getting the donut out of the trash can when he's at oh, the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's on top. <laughs> <laughs> and when Kramer was making his food in his shower because he had the, the shower. Oh, he had the garbage pressure, disposal. The garbage disposal uh, in there. And then the, was it the same one where he had the, the shower pressure? He had like an elephant. Sh- elephant shower or something installed in his oh it was, where like, it was like strong enough to wash an elephant oh yeah yeah it's like blowing him out of his shower <laughs> so funny by the time when he was like making chicken in his apartment too he had like no, a it, roaster in there or something no it was or the was kenny it rogers the, the, the roaster yeah and then him and jerry switch apartments so many good episodes where are they gonna go they're on the coast they can only go up or down <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can get lost. And also, I feel like lighthouses always have to stay in commission. Regardless. That's the whole really? reason. I mean, I feel like that's the reason why they always put lighthouses in places. Uh, is to let ships know that, like, you're getting close. Because it's hard to see these little places. Oh, I love, uh, so this radio station so small. Yeah. That you hear uh, the fog's moving in. He's like, bing, 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 bing. Hey, you just said something. Remember when you could call into radio stations and request Oh, my songs? God. I remember I used to do that all the time when I was a little kid. Oh, and I was constantly calling. Me too. And requesting songs. And guess what? Never had a song played. Oh, my God. I heard the funniest story. Uh, okay, Ethan, Ethan's mom, Ethan Klein, his mom, came on the podcast to tell a story about how when Ethan was a little kid, he would constantly call the Playboy, is it the Playboy Mansion or something, and ask to speak to someone or something, and then would hang up, and then they had all these charges. Oh my God. And so they had to, they called the phone company and let them know that what their son was doing, and they ended up just excusing all the charges. Waving it? They, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. Just calling the Playboy Mansion and hanging up. How funny is that? <laughs> oh wait, you got a kid? Click. Where does he live? I thought you were hot. Isn't the kid but, home alone, by the way, while she's working? He's just like chilling at home by himself. It's the 80s <laughs> latchkey kids. It's poor man's Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Was she a Charlie's Angel, that woman? No, you're thinking of Jack- Kate Jackson. Are you sure that woman isn't? It's Kate Jackson that you you think that she looks like. Yeah, Kate Jackson was on Charlie's Angels. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, she looks like her. But it's not her. She's got like one of those smoky voices too. It's like raspy. She's 72. Oh. 
She's still kicking. Good for her. Did you ever see that documentary about Farrah Fawcett when she was trying to, when she was going to Germany to get her cancer treatments? It was so sad. No. It was good, but sad. She died the same day as Michael Jackson. Did she? Or, or like the day before, the day after. Like she died around the same time, but like everyone paid attention. Everyone to was that. more uh, paying attention to Michael Jackson dying than her. It's one of those. It's crazy, like things that happened around other events, like that uh, again, that Killdozer thing when the guy went through the whole Colorado town and just destroyed it with that bulldozer. When did it happen? In two thousand four. But uh, the day after it happened, Ronald Reagan died. So obviously the news is, you know, going to be covering the death of a president than, you know, just some guy who just standing up for what he believed in. Was he, Michael? 100%. Uh Uh-oh. 100%. Boom goes the dynamite. I got to say, this is a little slow. Yeah, this this one's definitely a slower... Sweetheart, huh? I think that's his wife. Oh, really? I can't think of a worse way to die than somebody coming at me with a giant hook and just like slinging it into your belly and then it just, you feel it going all the way. Like, it's one of those things where like the last minute of your life is got to be the most painful, terrible. No, I think you're probably in too much shock to realize what's happening. I feel like at some point you're going to feel it though. And then you're also, you know, yeah, I guess there's a shock that kicks in, but also the shock and, you're, the and then you're and you're in your brain. You're just going, I'm going to fucking die. It's like I heard someone talking on a podcast about when Selena was shot, how like when she, when the lady shot her, she like took off running and they were saying like if she hadn't have taken off running that maybe she would have lived because oh, the, the blood was all of her like blood was pumping and it was like pumping out of her. And she bled to death. Right, well, yeah, and then the blood goes towards the area of, like, that's got to hurt. I mean, like, with some of these where, like, if you get a hook to the throat like that, like, how how fast do you just die? I feel like it's definitely not instantaneous. No. You're obviously aware that you're bleeding out, right? Right. Well, also, the hook, it, when the hook goes in, it all, it's still in. You have to pull it out to get the blood to leave. You know, it's kind of like that. It's holding so the blood. the hook in? No, well, that's what I'm saying. You hold the hook in, it's, you're fucking, you're still slowly dying, but you die a lot faster if you took the hook out. I don't want to just do that where you just like try to pull it out and just be like, Ew. Oh, Ew, and then well, what you do is you there's no gore it. really in this movie, so not really. It's like not you yet. get a break on this episode <laughs> for now. So instead, you're just flashing your disgusting blooming onion at me. What? Here, did you look? Yeah, I can see it. It looks disgusting. Both of them? What? Bonnie, the bottom of your feet are the grossest things I've ever seen. It's I'm like the bottom barefoot. of chicken feet. <laughs> you look at the, look, all day. What do you, you want from you me? You look at the bottom of a chicken foot, and then you look I at go, a blooming onion, you mix them together, can you and it's the bottom of her bottom gross. Of they don't even look like they're real toes. Your toes look weird, too. <laughs> Why are you foot shaming me? My yeah, your feet are gross, dude. <laughs> Gross. There's nothing wrong with my feet. I'm just saying, if I was, if I, if I was, if I was a male, (laughs) if I was a male prostitute, if I was a male prostitute, I charge you extra for those feet. I charge you extra for those feet. I'm gonna get some 
I hope you don't want these. Even Charles is gonna gag. I'm gonna pee my pants. Ugh. Ugh. Just trying to stick my foot in those garbage She did stick her toes in it. And there goes the phone line, people. Just put a freaking cassette in and go. It's crazy to think, like, also some of these movies in back in the day where it's just like. Look at that. It looks like Dan Levy. <laughs> you see that guy with the fur collar? Yeah. It's also like, yeah, back in the day, just like simply because of the nature of them not having cell phones or the internet, these movies exist. You have to rewrite so, many, so much of this stuff to exclude internet and this. You know, like they're relying on the radio to give them the news report on the fog. You know... I took a freaking shower when I woke up this morning. Yeah, right. And I washed my hair for the first time in like a week. Unlikely. I don't know what it is, but I can never get all of the fucking shampoo out of my hair. So I always have like a patch up here or a patch up here where not all the shampoo comes out. And then it's like gummy. <laughs> sure, that's sure it's shampoo. Yes, Michael. Sure it's shampoo. I don't know if it's because I use that sulfate free shampoo and it's harder to get out. Like, I don't get it's it. It's probably the water pressure. Happens every time. My water pressure is not bad here. You think that until my you go. My hair is uh, also uh, very thick too. Is it? Yeah. Well, I shaved my legs today, so. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, I did, and my beard. So. Oh. <laughs> we wouldn't be able to. Do <laughs> my God! Yeah, this movie's like slow. Yeah, it is. Under. Oh, he is being watched by someone. Well, that's unusual for the 80s. That's only because it means she's going to die. Granny's going to get it. Did you see that story about that, the building that collapsed? In yeah, Miami. Shit's crazy. I saw a bunch of people saying... 12 people dead? They're like, is it a coincidence that John McAfee had all this stuff and all of a sudden a building falls down? And I was what like, unless, do unless he had residents in that building... Then it's not. Why is anyone even making the connection? Apparently, the that building people have been complaining about it for like a long time, and like there's been there have been a lot of like issues with it that just like the city wouldn't fix for a while. Is what I also read. She's got nice hair. I know. I'm digging her hair, dude. Wow, that's some serious fog. Remember when you did you ever used to have like. Fog delays at your school when you're no. growing up. I did. Don't you not want to run into the fog? Wouldn't it be safer to be in the house? No. Well, I think it's what the fog brings. Oh, cause the fog brings these people. The old sea dogs. I don't know why she just doesn't leave. No one really cares about the radio at this point. <laughs> no, because everybody goes to the radio for their news. Oh. Would kill a little old lady. Oh my god, that reminds me. I saw this TikTok today. Oh, where this chick was like, "That's it. I've had it. I'm moving out of Hollywood." <laughs> she tells the story. She sees this lady, like struggling with something. She's like carrying bags or something. She's having a hard time crossing the street. So she offers to help her, and the lady's like, "Okay." And then she's like, "Do you need a ride anywhere?" Because she didn't know where she was walking to, and she's the lady. Old lady was like. Yeah, you could give me a ride somewhere. 
So she like gets her in her car, and then all of a sudden the late the old lady like punches her in the eye, and her eye was swollen. Because when she's telling the story, you just see half of her face, mm-hmm. and then when she's like, then she punches me in the eye, and then she shows her full face, and it's swollen shut. It's so gnarly. Oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> just people people that live out here just like make the case to like never help anybody. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's, uh, you never know what you're going to get in Hollywood, honestly. Sometimes you see a goat. Sometimes you see that guy waving his Jesus sign. Sometimes you see people taking dumps off the side of the curb. Sometimes you see people running with their pants undone with a wig on. I've seen that. You see all kinds of stuff. There used to be this guy and this woman that would, um... They would be walking up and down the street, and and they'd be pushing a wheelchair, and in the wheelchair would be a giant puppet that was in the shape of a woman. What? So it was like it was probably about like three feet, and it, like you know it had that mouth open, like the Muppet mouth. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, and he'd just be they'd be pushing that in the wheelchair. Okay. Um, and it was just like a super bizarre, and like you couldn't tell if they were like. It was like uh, they had like a puppet act that they did on the street, or like what if was it going was on. Their baby, or if it was like yeah, exactly. It was it was just really bizarre. You'd always just see him. You're like, huh? Oh man! It's one of those movies where it's like picking up at the end here. Yeah, they're just sea creatures, old sailors. They're fogmen. I saw, I saw somebody post uh, uh, a TikTok on Twitter, and it was just this kid. He was sitting with his legs hanging out of a window, and he's like, I don't understand. My dad is going to jail because of tax frog. What is the tax frog? <laughs> Who are you, tax frog? I'm going to come in. Why are you taking my dad? Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was just, oh. it was so fucking funny. <laughs> he's like, I'm serious. I'm coming for you, tax frog. God. Everybody listening to the radio right now is listening to this woman just know, just like not know not know what's radio. happening with her son, and she's just really losing her fucking mind. I mean, I don't. Your job's really that important. You have to stay there. Yeah, it's a radio station, dude. She's just she's to talk she's to the her beacon. Son. Just go home. She's and the get beacon. She's the beacon she's of voice. She's not even giving any helpful information. She doesn't know what's happening. Are they going to the lighthouse? I don't even know what's going on. It's so hard to tell. I don't understand how they ended up picking up the kid. What did I miss? Well, no, because she was saying something. She saw that she knew what was happening because of the the they killed that guy, and so she saw the fog heading to her house, and she screamed, and these people heard it. I bet they shot that in reverse. Looks like it. Look how the clouds are moving. How does she see where this is? Yeah, she's in a freaking lighthouse. That's like on a coast blocked by a mountain. She had to walk down. She walked down a cliff essentially yeah. to get to the lighthouse. So how does she know? Stay away from the fog. That's what I'm saying. Lady, get off the radio. Go get your kid. No, she's got to keep the town informed. 
How does she? And again, why the church? Because Michael, God's gonna save you. Hello. Hello. How do they know that she's not leading them to danger? She's in on it. They go to the church and they're like, "Surprise, motherfucker!" It's massacre time. Time to have an orgy in a church. Running from fog. Having like, sex with lots of strangers. Is the church supposed to keep out the fog? Like, Maybe. how is this any different than any other building? This drunk priest is a He must have went to the Lickalocka. He looks kind of old and frail in this movie, even though he wasn't that old. So it goes, what is it? Tom Cruise now is older than Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon. And when you see Wilford Brimley in Cocoon, you're like, well, he's living in a retirement community. And he's old as hell. Wilford Brimley just died. Yeah, I think so. Wait. Yeah, I think he did. Maybe that's what where she can tell is because the it's she... out in a cove and the town is like around the bend and she can see it. Got it. That looks pretty cool. It's coming for her. It's coming for you. I wonder. Like, I mean, it takes some serious skill to get that the that fog. smoke, the this fog, to kind of go. I mean, Carpenter's pretty good about his special effects. The music's giving like the, this. This last like ten minutes is definitely starting to kind of like you know ramp up. Things are happening. It's picking up. It's just such a slow burn in the beginning. Oh great! Um, Internet. No. Uh, what did you do, Michael? Oh, I blame you. No, I paid my AT and Didn't you? Yeah, I did. There we go. The fog is in the studio. I repeat, the fog is in the studio. We got the fog live here. Break us a line from the fog. W F O G the fog. <laughs> There's gold in this church. <gasps> now y'all gonna die. It, I think what what helped with John Carpenter's movies is is score. Like this music is like building things up a little bit more. Yeah, it's adding a lot. Even locked. Good grief. Are they mummies? Sea mummies? They're sea monkeys. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That wall is shitty. <laughs> Wait, that door wasn't even shut. Oh, yeah, but like stand up on top of the fucking stairs. They start walking up the stairs and you just fucking Whoa, keep kicking them down. Oh, they're gonna. They have to give them the treasure back or something. Uh, a golden cross oh, that size would probably weigh about four hundred pounds. Is he <laughs> choking on it? Yeah, he's like. Oh. What's like later, bitches. He's gonna go take a dump with that giant cross. What is she doing? Oh, she's going on top of the lady. What are you? Why would you? Seems like a real bad idea. Not wearing the footwear for that. Damn boots. Gets them every Except time. Except for the fact that those boots could lock into that stair thing. And then it comes up and you just fucking kick it. I don't understand. Ooh. Spooky. Could you imagine 
having to do something in your life where you realize like the only way something's going to stop is if you have to like sacrifice yourself for it. And it's something that, like you never, you didn't realize it until like 10 minutes ago. And so you only have like 10 minutes to prepare yourself to fucking die for something. You know, it's not like a, you like a, you know, like these, these people that are, you know, I'm fighting the system and I'm going to spend years fighting the system knowing that I could very well die and I'm willing to do it. It's just one of those, you woke up this morning, you're like, do, do, do. And then all of a sudden they're like, fog, your, your ancestors stole this gold. You got to answer for it. And you're like, <laughs> oh shit, I guess I got to die. All right. Great. She's got nowhere to go. Oh no, there's one behind her. He hooked her. Or did Ugh. he? Didn't even scream. Ew! Ew. There's the goo. See, we we didn't think that there was going to be anything goo because it's called the fog, not guys (laughs) that hang out in the fog. Goo men that live in fog. Guys, the goo makes. Oh, what's going on here? Wait, so did 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 they stab her or no? They stabbed her. It looked like they like like in the yeah like in the in between or like their collarbone or something. And then she stabbed the guy back. She pulled it out. First of all, there's probably rust all over that. She's got tetanus. She's rabbit now. It's not what happens to get rabbit after you get tetanus. No. You get like lockjaw or something, right? Oh. I don't know. I don't know what happens. Michael, this is supposed to be your medical corner. That was it? They're gone? That's all it took? You idiots do that sooner. Well, because that priest had to come to terms with the fact that he had to die. He had to answer for the scenes appearing on screen with her mother, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's a family affair. What happened to her dude? That little kid looks like he could be a 40 year old. (laughs) Uh, He's got those big old chipmunk cheeks. That guy lived too? Yes. Wow. And then that's when they looks like we made it. And she falls off the top of the lighthouse. Um, is that person's like arm stuck to her? That's or what I thought too. <laughs> what is that? She ripped off his sea bandage. <laughs> Ew. No shit, Sherlock. Well, thanks, Captain Obvious. Dumbass kids. Kids are so fucking Stupid! Why don't you grow up? You learn a thing or two. <laughs> a little. I love how the fog is literally just kind of like walking down Main Street, like leaving. It's like, well, see ya. Adios. Thanks for the golden cross. Good night. Sorry, we had to kill all those people when we could have just come for the cross in the first place. <laughs> this old lady's dead. Her body's just sitting there. Kids saw the whole thing. Yeah, she definitely also has like an old face, but she's like young. You know where it's like. She could be 35, but that's she She also looks like what I would think a 50-year-old would look like. 50? No way. 40. 5. Watch it. 40. Minter One. Minter <laughs> uh, But she's still a babe. Yeah. A flat butt babe. <laughs> Fucking flat Asses butt weren't babes. a thing back then, Michael. Uh, now everyone's Flat getting, butts are for the 80s. Everyone's getting butt injections. Wild world. Yeah. Why do they give this guy a, a hairdo? Like It looks like he's got a comb over, but he clearly doesn't. It's like they just don't know thick. how to style his cowlick. He's got thick hair. Something's going to happen and pop out in like, the fog, too. Coming soon! Was there a fog, too? 
Uh-oh, it's back. Now that everyone's gone, let's it's party. <gasps> oh, shit. They killed the priest. They had to. Why? What did he do? They were cones. <laughs> yeah, they were cones. All right. It's about that time. Two. <laughs> yeah, two. Two bacon torques. Because. Yeah, I mean. This was it, a slow. It had a lot of good stuff. Slow ride. But yeah, that first three quarters. John Carpenter was strikes slow, again with a slow. Slow burn. But I mean, like, you think about like the thing. The thing was like way better. Well, the thing came oh. after this one. It did? Yeah. I think it was like 83 or something. Um, the music was cool. Not a lot of gore. A little bit of goo. Yeah, not that much. No barfing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like too, I think it was just too slow and just too, too much going on. Meandered a little too much. Yeah. Too much development in... in the, yeah, like that guy picked up a hitchhiker and all of a sudden they were like bays. They were like, fucking... The heck? They have been real fast. Yeah, man, it's the time. It's I wish I could go back in time. Fast and Furious. I wish I could go back in time. Skilly doop. <laughs> hey, I know I just picked you up 10 seconds ago from the... Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Two. Yeah, two. Two does it. And uh, that's it for this episode. And yeah, that Michael was, a, was, will a, be was in, a quick one. Michael will be inside of a volcano when this comes out. Yeah. Um, in ice. Yeah, I'll be in... Be eating sheep's head, boiled sheep's yeah, head. Yeah, we're gonna be rock and roll when this one comes out. And I'm just I'm excited. gonna be here. Just here alone with Charles. Yeah. Sweating. Sweating to the Get oldies. Nuts off. <laughs> All right, well, mm. this is gonna be weird. Yeah, it's weird that You only been waiting how long to come on this uh, trip? <laughs> year, one year and a half. <laughs> but who's well no longer trip? than that because it it's been over almost uh, yeah, almost so two years. We yeah, because we t- we've been talking about it since basically the July before August before. So yeah, Jesus, long time. Fuck, you better live it up, Michael. I'm gonna. You better eat all the smoked fish that you can. Yep, and then put some in your pockets and bring it back. No. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. All right. That'll do it. We'll be back next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Go scratch my foot. No. <laughs> <laughs>